This is Dr. Edward Gaber. I have the pleasure again of talking to Dr. Jay Singh. He's a nephrologist. In this podcast, we're going to talk about uh, treatment of end-stage renal failure or renal replacement therapy. Dr. Singh, can you uh, tell us about uh, perhaps what the best uh, therapy for end-stage renal disease is, the differences, etc.? So there's a lot of confusion and misinformation that happens, not just with patients, but also a lot of times with medical professionals in regards to renal replacement therapy. Uh, When you have end-stage renal disease, uh, the evaluation for the next step starts happening even before you get to that point. But there are several different uh, possibilities that can happen. The ideal situation is if you can get a transplant, and that has shown to be the best option, the best treatment for end-stage renal disease that a person can have. It has shown to be beneficial in the sense that people have a much better life overall, they have a longer life. After the first year, it's also been shown to be, uh, you know, better as far as financially compared to all the other options. Um, The bad thing about transplant is that you do get to be put on immunosuppressant drugs for the rest of your life, which can be difficult for some people. And also, of course, uh, it is a tough thing to get. Uh, A lot of people do not qualify for a kidney transplant for a number of reasons. Or some people just, you know, don't have a donor and get put on a list and unfortunately do not get the option um, to get a transplant. For those people, there are other therapies as well. Um, Most people, when they think of dialysis, they think of hemodialysis. But besides hemodialysis, we also have something called peritoneal dialysis, which has uh, shown significance, uh, significant uh, uh, amazing improvement in United States. It's much better used outside of United States. Uh, but peritoneal dialysis is one of those modalities where you get a catheter placed in your abdomen, you do dialysis at home by yourself, you need help, of course, with it, but a lot of people who are on peritoneal dialysis can live a fully functional life where they can have a job, they can do their daily activities. Uh, Peritoneal dialysis, you know, there are different ways to do it. I won't go into the specific details unless you want me to, but... Um, you can you can do it a, in the middle of the night while you're sleeping and it happens automatically and you get up and go and you're, you're doing things the whole day like any other day. Um, so it's a great modality to to be able to do if you if you have that option available. Other things are hemodialysis which which most people are aware of and that's typically you go to a dialysis unit about at least three times a, three times a week. Um, you get dialysis for three to four hours a day, and that's that's tough on a lot of people. Unfortunately, you know, with with hemodialysis, uh, there are a lot more complications that happen. Um, in order to get hemodialysis, you have to have an access placed. Um, a lot of times, you need either a fistula or a um, or some kind of catheter placed or a graft, and that's how you get dialysed. Um, 
And of course, it is tough on people because it is taking several hours out of their day, several times a week, and it, it does wear you down. But it, it does provide you that extra life to be able to spend with your family and loved ones. So, uh, you know, people do, do have some benefit from that. Um, other renal replacement therapies are CRRT. Uh, that typically happens uh, in ICU unit um, on a critical patient. So that's usually not the typical end-stage renal disease therapy you think of. Now, if there is an end-stage renal disease patient that goes to the ICU and they need therapy and their blood pressure is not that, that great, they do get placed on CRRT. As far as hemodialysis, there are a couple other options available. Um, you can get nocturnal hemodialysis, uh, which is also a great option that certain places offer. And that's essentially you get hemodialysis at nighttime while you're sleeping and it doesn't take much out of your day. Um, That's an excellent discussion, Dr. Singh. Thank you very much. I was wondering about uh, the incidence of uh, complications with peritoneal dialysis infection, um, peritonitis. Can you expand on that? Sure. So peritonitis is a, is a complication that can occur with peritoneal dialysis. Infection, unfortunately, is a very real thing that dialysis patients have to live with, whether they're on peritoneal dialysis or hemodialysis. With peritoneal dialysis, you can develop peritonitis. Um, and most of the time that occurs uh, if you are not properly changing out your fluids daily, you know, when you're doing peritoneal dialysis, if you're not, if you're not properly using sterile procedures to do that. Um, for most people, it's not an issue. <clears throat> most people can overcome it after, uh, you know, after the first time, and they don't they don't have any issues with it. Um, you get put on antibiotics for it. Typically, the antibiotics are given with your peritoneal dialysis, so you don't have to stay in the hospital. It's it's added to your peritoneal peritoneal dialysis fluid, and it just goes in along with your your fluid, and and do the do the exchanges, and you're fine. Sounds like you can live a normal life with, um, with either peritoneal dialysis or hemodialysis. Yeah, ideally peritoneal dialysis is, is the best option for living the best life. Uh, as I said earlier, with peritoneal dialysis, there are different ways of doing it. You can have a cycler, which, which essentially does the exchanges while you're sleeping overnight and you're ready to go. Some people require daytime exchanges as well, which can be done. Um, and, and that essentially means you, you put the fluid in, you walk around with the fluid, you function in your daily life every day like you do, and you live a great life. Hemodialysis, a little more taxing. It does take a few more hours uh, every day, every few, a few days a week, three times a week. So it, it can be a little more taxing on people's. Again, thank you for the excellent discussion. Thank you.